You know what is the scariest thing I can imagine? The no, no, what? Like this might, and this might be especially scary for you since you're afraid of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Imagine falling off a cruise ship and nobody sees, and the ship just like that's happened. To keeps people, taking though. off. Like just the thing is, it's it's one of those moments where think about this: like you accidentally leave your car in fucking neutral on the driveway and you see it rolling down you have that moment of ah there's nothing I can do you're like fuck but now think of that except a bigger extent now you're just stranded in the ocean and that car is just the yeah. cruise ship and you know you're off. gonna die like there's no way you're not going to die <laughs> you're like they're not gonna find me this is like no. do, you, do you know how big the ocean is yeah and like I just can't imagine I can't stay afloat for that Ooh, long I can't imagine the panic of like watching the ship sail away and like you can't swim fast enough to catch up and you're just like well time to die yeah, you just gotta you just gotta let yourself drown. I That's guess at that point, fucking terrifying. Although there are those stories of like those people that survive like an incredibly long time out in the ocean, stranded, just swimming, uh, like treading water. They'll, they'll end up getting like on a raft or something, and then like, oh, yeah. they'll start hunting f- like fish and shit. Do you hunt fish? No, you fish for fish. I guess it depends on how you're doing it. If you're if you're like grabbing them with your hands, you're I guess that that's hunting. I mean, you're still hunting when you're fishing, right? That's just a form of hunting. Something. Technically, it's a form of hunting, I guess. Well, you're 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 trapping hunt- the animal. Yeah, hunting by definition, like yeah, fishing is a form of. I guess fin- fishing is is a form of hunting. I, you could definitely say that. Okay. But like, oh man, I've I've read a bunch of those stories about people that end up on like a raft for like three weeks out at sea. Whew, that is like one of my biggest nightmares. There's people who have survived like almost a year stranded. How? How the hell? Like the the ocean is. I'm not equipped. Oh, I'm not to either. Survive. We that. we'd die real fast if we were stuck on a raft together. Yeah. Who's gonna eat the other one first? You're you're not, you're not getting any meat off of me though. No, I'm not. But you're gonna be like, why did I have to get stranded with this person? Because when they die and I can eat them, they have nothing. Like I'm a good week. I'm a good like two weeks worth of food. If you're, you, you're if good. you can keep my meat fresh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to unless yeah. we're like stranded in the Arctic. Even See, then, you're gonna die of hypothermia unless you have yeah. like a jacket or something. And the 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 oceans down near Antarctica, some of the roughest in the world. If you get stung by a jellyfish, just like, like on purpose. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm done. Come here, jellyfish. Or I could eat the jellyfish, stay alive longer. You could go find a big gathering of the man of war and then just, just dive on in. Just dive on in. That would not be a, a fun death. <laughs> no, but it's like you're dying anyway, so you know. Yeah. It'd be is like. Should I experience one of the most painful things I could think of? Or I could just Maybe. drink a bunch of salt water. That would do it too. That would, but that's like a miserable death. You right? hallucinate. When just you... like a jellyfish, like Man of War. Guys. Except not as bad as that. This is for the kids. If you want to hallucinate, but you're too scared to do drugs, just drink a lot of salt water. You'll hallucinate. So please don't do that, guys. That is... <laughs> yeah, don't. You, you don't. hallucinate because you're so close to death from dehydration. Not because it, you're like, oh, I'm getting high from salt water. Salt, salt's not a good way to hydrate yourself. Salt the is the opposite of hydrating yourself. Yeah. If you have a sore throat, gargle some salt water. Don't swallow it, though. Yeah. That's a good way to dehydrate yourself more. And when you're sick, you need that hydration. You do. If you dehydrate yourself while you're sick, you're going to feel real bad. Dehydration just sucks in general. I hate how often I get dehydrated. And it's like, when you wake up dehydrated, it's like, ah, fuck. Such a bad feeling, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I just, I usually have to go straight to the fridge and just down a whole cup of water. Oh, same. I sleep with a bottle of water by my bed, and what I try to do is, like, 20 minutes before I get out of bed, I'll down it, so then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, now the water has kicked in. But doesn't the always The water has kicked in, my friend. I wish I had, like, Pedialyte on tap at my house, so I could just fucking... Dude, I'm all about that Electrolit. Pedialyte's fucking 
so fucking good. Anyway, guys, welcome to Super Mega Cast. This is episode 96 Yippee. out of 102, because that's where we're ending the podcast. Um, I am Matt Watson. I am Ryan McGee. And this is, uh, we're, we're Super Mega doing, we a, doing a podcast. What? We approve this message. We did approve this message. I always like hearing the, um, like, the speech pattern of people who say that, like politicians. I'm George Bush, and I approve this message. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. <laughs> I'm Hillary Rodden Clinton, and I approve this message. I, I, I would like to... Uh, made her sound Canadian there. Do they, do they just have to like go to a studio for a day just to record that one line? Or do you think it's like, yeah, just record it with your iPhone and, and email it on over? It's probably the iPhone thing, because they really sound like either they're in a hurry or they they have the same in like cadence in their voice as, you know, when an alien crash lands onto Earth, and they're like, don't we come in peace? <laughs> you know, that type of shit. I'm Ted Cruz, and I approve this message. It's never the same. It's always like uncomfortable and off. Can we pray? Oh, that video of him with his family at dinner, <laughs> and like they, he tries to like hold hands, and it's awkward. And then, oh, God. like they start talking over each other. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like that. That video reminds me of like a group of guys trying to do a podcast together for the first time that have no chemistry, and they just all talk <laughs> over each other, and then stop, and then try to talk, and then they all stop. Like and Ted, then- <laughs> <laughs> Ted Cruz, like. He released that video during his campaign to show that he's like a normal family man. <laughs> I could have not have thought of a worse video to release. Like, but who does it, that? Dude? Who goes? I, I need to prove to the people that I'm a I'm a I'm a nor I'm a normal person just like them. Someone that's desperate. Someone that's so not normal that they're desperate <laughs> to prove they are, and then releases it. They're so not normal they don't realize that's not a normal video to release. By the way, that was a great Ted Cruz impersonation impression. <laughs> Thank you. That was really good. Thank you. He looks like a. I used to watch this show as a kid. I don't remember what it was called, but it was about like a like a gnome puppet or something naughty i don't remember but like uh he looks like that puppet and i always think ted cruz looks like a puppet to me ted cruz looks like if they made a movie out of like instead of emojis or whatever they had caricatures the movie and like the caricatures like came out of the portraits into real life new york city (laughs) started walking around ted cruz would be one of those ted cruz looks like a caricature of what ted cruz should look like (laughs) but just like the caricature version is the one that exists Oh, man. Mm. I, I wonder, like, if I were to sit down with Ted Cruz, if I would ever feel like there was a genuine moment in the conversation. On both, like, I guess my part and his, because I can't, I can't, you know, put all the fault on him, because at the end of the day, I'm talking to Ted Cruz. You could pray with him. I, I could pray with him. What do you think he says to God when he prays? Please, please let Donald Trump die so I can become president. And then have Mike Pence also die so I can become president. Who God's else, like, Ted, that's not how it works. Who else needs to die for me to be president? He was the Zodiac Killer. He killed a lot of people. <laughs> I had a shirt. That... You did? What happened to it? I don't know. I can't find it. Dude, it's, my shirts go missing all the time. Like, I have so many shirts where I'll see it in a video and I'm like, what happened to that shirt? It's probably one of those things where it's like you leave it in a trunk or something and they get mixed up with either like trash or it gets like left at someone's house and yep. that person is like, this isn't mine. And then they give it to Goodwill or exactly. something or they think it's theirs and they're like, oh, I don't remember. I um, imagine Ted Cruz praying just like, Lord, please, please don't let me accidentally like porn on Twitter again. Please let me just enjoy it because I'm not getting any from my wife. Please just let me have this. He was, he, you know, you can't, you, you can't fault a man because like here's the thing. 
I've looked at porn on like the Twitterverse before, and I could have very easily accidentally liked or retweeted something. I no, I here's the thing: I cannot fault Ted Cruz for looking at porn. I just yeah. think it's funny because he's Ted Cruz and had <laughs> and did that. And I knew before well, it's, he it's said his he was family gonna, values, you know, just yeah. like family. Yeah, and then and then he's like, "Oops, I like this porn star." And I, and what I what I think was really funny was that like before anything came out, you knew for a fact he's going to blame it on an intern. Oh, he's yeah. He's like, someone on the Twitter account. It's like, if but you're he, an intern, why would you look at porn on Ted Cruz's Twitter account? But here's the thing. There is somewhat of a possibility it could have been an intern, and this is just like one of those things where, imagine like Ted Cruz's life is this just fucked. Where That's like true. everything is working against him, where it's like he hires this intern, it's like, I'm going to I'm gonna get up there in the Twitterverse, and I'm going to I'm gonna make sure people know that I'm good with the kids, and, and uh, um... I'm going to learn how to skateboard. <laughs> Wait, did he do that? No. Oh, damn it. I thought, like, if that was one of his things to look normal and, like, in touch with, like, Generation Z, he learns how to skateboard. And like, he can do, like, a really good kickflip. But, like, he hires this, like, young intern and he's like, I'm going to be good with the kids. And then this young intern is just some f- some fucking porn addicted man. Who's like, just horny like, 15-year-old that's like, just, like, going on his Twitter <laughs> and, like... He doesn't know that he's on because I've accidentally I've been on the super mega account and I thought I was on the my personal account and I've liked stuff. That oh, I, I do that all the time. Yeah, and I'm like fuck, and I have to so unlike that, it and go back to mine. It's probably what the intern did. He has but like the switch accounts. If the if that I, I, it was Ted Cruz, but <laughs> I think it would be funnier if it was an intern because it's there's just no Ted. way he could ever ever make anyone believe it wasn't him just because of who he is and shit. There's yeah. no way he could ever be like even if it was. It's like he probably couldn't even get his wife to believe that. I don't even know why like he can't like own up to it. Like everyone watches, like most people watch. Well, the problem porn. is when when your entire platform is like family values, and air quotes family values. No one on the right thinks that family values means that you can't watch porn. I think a lot of people, because like, I, well, from an evangelical standpoint, no, they say it, but no one, no, no one practices what they preach in that regard. Oh, one hundred percent. But you, but no one will say it. Because like I used to be a, ch- I used to be in church and I used to have conversations with all like the teenagers and shit. Okay, yeah, we're talking about a grown man and yeah, whatever. But like. I'd be like, man, porn's a bad thing, blah, blah, blah. I'd still watch Same, porn when I was dude. a kid. Because I don't think there's a single teenage guy out there who never watched porn. It's just kind of like what teenage guys do. You know, it's, I'm not excusing porn because I don't think porn necessarily is a good thing. But I also think like if I have a son, I know for a fact there's no way he's going to not watch porn. You know, if he starts spending more time up in its room. That's what teenagers do, man. It's it's part of growing up. Hey, I'll, I'm going to go up to my room. I'll be I'll be back down in a bit. Dude, you know your parents Comes back knew. down 10 to 15 minutes You later. know your parents knew. I was super – I had to be super obvious about it because I'd do that. I would be like – but although I would spend most of my time in my room. And just watch TV and play video games. So honestly, it was there's this big section. <laughs> I had this friend who, uh, the first time he ever watched porn, he did it on his PlayStation Three, and he like pulled it up on the TV in his room, and uh, it was like, he said it was like midnight, and he did it, and then uh, he was like really scared, and all of a sudden he heard sirens outside, so he said he unplugged his PlayStation, and his TV, and turned all the lights off, and like jumped in bed. <laughs> And he, and he said his heart was just <laughs> oh racing, God. and he could just hear sirens, like, in the distance. They're, they're coming for No, them. he actually thought that, like, they were about to, like, shine a spotlight in his window and be like, come outside with your hands up. Imagine. Can you imagine that? Like, if you look at porn, like, the police will come and arrest you. That's probably what the, like, that's that's what Ted Cruz thought. He's like, if, if anyone's getting arrested, it's my intern, not me. <laughs> Throw him under the bus. My first personal device... That was mine that I got to watch porn on was a PSP because before that because <laughs> before that you used the family computer and you had to be super careful delete cook delete history. I remember my mom one time came down the steps and looked at me and goes Matthew, why is the history on the computer deleted? And I was like, I don't know. 
It helps the computer run better. Yeah, they, she, my mom never bought that. She's like, go, go to your room right now. Well, I mean, also, how much of an understanding does your mom actually have of computers? Doesn't matter. If 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 a mom wants to, if my mom wants to accuse me when I'm 15 of looking at porn, she's gonna do it. What, what's well, why why do kids get in trouble for looking at porn? Because I get I get the whole value of like it will skew. Okay, po- like porn is dangerous to a degree of the sense that it can skew someone's idea of what sex is like. And also, I think it's a g- good like tool for discovery. And shit. It is, it is. But also, the, at the same time, there's people who haven't had sex that porn can definitely skew their brain on like what sex is like and mm-hmm. what like uh, sex means, uh, like intimacy and stuff. And that and that like porn addiction can actually be very damaging to the brain. But everyone looks at it, dude. Everyone's gonna look at it. And like, I don't know. Like, if if I if if I was a father and I caught my kid looking at porn, I'm not father gonna, of five. If I, if I was a daddy of five, and I caught, I caught one of my kids looking at porn, I'm not going to ground them. I would just have a serious talk about, like, this is, like, porn is not good for your brain, but I understand you're at that age, but... I'd rather have my kids looking at porn than having sex at a young age. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like a one lot of... One is just a bunch of crusty na- sh- napkins everywhere, or maybe some socks in my case, that I had to sneak into the wash. Your mom's blouse. Hope she doesn't notice. That didn't happen, by the way. I, that wasn't like a personal thing I was just sharing. I was just making a joke. Just for those who were like, Matt tripped off on his mom's blouse? <laughs> well, you know they're going to make it I shouldn't have said that in the first place. Well, I mean, that never it. happened. My mom doesn't even wear blouses. <laughs> That's what you think. What does that mean? Nothing. It's fine. I mean, she, sometimes she wants to look good. And you know, I don't mind. I think she looks good in the blouse. Why would you mind? Huh? Why would you mind what my mom wears? Um, why would you even make comments about what my mom wears on the podcast after I made a joke? She's, she's, I mean, she's a, you, you have good genes, Matthew. Yeah. Thanks. I don't actually, I got, I got some shitty jeans. Not the ones I'm wearing. These are good jeans. This is from American Eagle, but wait, are these? Mom and dad are crying. They're like, what? No, I, my mom. we made them ugly? No, my, (laughs) like. Not, not looks. I got perfect jeans when it comes to looks. That's right. My mom and dad. You got piercings and everything now. Did, I got seven piercings. You look like Nathan Sharp. Is that his name? uh, Do I look like Nate Sharp? Well, I got, I'm gonna get smaller ones, so I don't look. Nathan Sharp. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, But I'm gonna get, I got smaller ones that are coming in the mail today, so these aren't. That's such. I'm not making fun of him. Like, doesn't that sound like, kind of like. If Disney Channel were to have a skateboarding character that appears in one episode that the oh, characters totally. are fans of, it's like it's it's Nate Sharp. He could play him too. Oh yeah, he's a. I I got drinks with him the other night in Burbank. He's, he's a really a, nice fellow. He's the nicest dude ever. Nate wants to battle. For those of you who don't know, I've only talked to him in the office. He's like the nicest guy. He's also like insanely jacked. That dude is ripped. Oh yeah. I I, I never noticed it until we were out getting drinks, and I I was like, holy shit, dude, those are some nice muscles. And I sucked his nipples and I massaged his feet. <laughs> Uh, I'm laughing because you're showing me a showing me a video of it. Yeah, no, there's a couple drinks. in. We got a Five Guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we got a couple drinks with the Five Guys. And I, <laughs> I sucked his toes right in the Five Guys. Sorry, mom. Now, when I told my mom I got my ears pierced, she was like, "It was exactly how I expected her to react." She goes, "Oh, okay, both. Yeah, okay. Let me read you a text message, okay." So this is a text. Ma- this is a text conversation I had with my mom after I got uh, small piercings in my ears. So you know, I was like, I was like, you know what? Several people told me they think it looked good. I I've been ex- curious about it for a while, so I was like, I'll try it. And if I don't like it, I just take them out and it closes up. So it's like no loss. So so my mom texts me after I tell her that, and uh, she says verbatim, verbatim, 
hey, where's my picture? Were you just kidding? And I said, no, haha. And she said, then send me a pic. So see, I sent her this pic. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it looks wait, bad wait, at all. What was the beginning of that conversation? Hey, where is my picture? Why is your mom asking pictures? No, no, because on the phone, I, she said, send me a picture. And I just never did. Because I, I figured I figured my mom was just going to be like. Did she had a winky face? Where's my No, pic? no, that's only when she texts you. Winky face. Okay. And yeah. she said, then send me a pic. So I sent her a picture and she said, did it hurt? And I said, yeah, haha. And she said, did you do it yourself? And I said, no, I went to a tattoo place. For a piercing? Yep. Most places do both. And then she goes, what made you decide to do both ears? And I said, it raises my status in the homosexual community. And my mom says, shut up and stop making fun of me. I'm really asking you. I just don't usually see that many guys that do that. So I'm wondering why you decide to do both ears. No judgment. <sighs> hey, have you ever seen this TV special I'm watching on Stephen Hawking? <laughs> it's so fascinating. It talks about him when he was in college. Now he found out about this terrible disease that killed him. And she just goes on about Stephen Hawking. See, he was just a brilliant, brilliant man, wasn't he? And I'm I would like, have loved for your mom to start like asking you, "Have you? Do you know who the Fab Five are?" I tried. I tried telling my mom about Queer Eye. It's a good show. It's a good show. It really is. Well, I, not, it's not like mind blowing. It's just one of those things that's like you can put on and just makes me feel have. good. Makes me feel real good. It's very like into good self esteem. It's very like it's a, it's a feel good show. I enjoy. It. If you don't think about like what happens after, yeah. Do you think that the do you think most of the guys they like fix up just go back to their like yeah. gross lifestyles? Oh, yeah. Actually not. The guy from the first episode is getting remarried to that woman that he was after the whole episode and he still looks pretty good. I'm not saying everyone cuz statistically it it doesn't work out for everyone to go back, but I'm saying I think a majority probably end up going into their habits again because it's like they don't really do anything to help change their habits. They just kind of like show them a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'd love to see you on Queer Eye, Ryan. Do I belong on that show? No, but I mean, anyone could go. I do want to get my dad on Queer Eye. I don't know if my dad would like it too much, but my that would be love. a show. My, my dad falls. <laughs> my, they, they all just fuck my dad. Come, my, my dad hears this, he's going to be real upset. <laughs> Sorry, dad. I won't make any more gay jokes about you. I promise. Wink, wink. I'm still going to make gay jokes about my dad. He's wildly uncomfortable if he's listening right now. I'm not making gay jokes about you, dad. I just think it's funny to picture you. Never mind. I'm going to leave it there. So my dad doesn't get upset and call me and say, son, don't say those things on the podcast about me. I'm, I'm, I'm not gay. <laughs> and even if I was, which I'm not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Dale, gotta love him. Gotta love Dale. I love Dale. Love Dale, man. We have barbecues every year, July 26th at 2 a.m. That's a late night barbecue, man. Fuck you. I'm not. I, I, I wasn't coming at you, attacking you. I was just oh. observing. That's a late night bar, dude. We should do a cookout at like three a.m. And then we should watch the campaign three times in a row. That movie sucked. Yes, it did. I did not. I watched that with my family in a motel room in the middle of South Carolina. I didn't think it was very funny. When the trailers came out, I thought it was going to be hilarious. Same. Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis coming from uh, the Hangover. Although you didn't like the Hangover, right? No, I like the Hangover. Oh, okay. Never no, seen it. All Daniel the way didn't like the Hangover. I thought it was good from what I saw. I liked it. I, I saw it with my dad and, you know, seeing a raunchy comedy with my dad, it was like, I don't know how to explain it other than it's the same feeling when you watch like Jackass with your dad. It's like a, just a bonding experience. Yeah, totally. It's like, it's like he gets to experience you laughing and watching this mature jokes he couldn't shit. make. Yeah. But jokes he, he, he couldn't make too. and stuff that, you, you know, you're just now being able to actually get to watch. Yeah, he's like, oh, my, my little boy is growing up. He can get all these funny jokes about breasts. And, huh, uh, diarrhea volcano. That scene in Jackass I hated 3, that scene. I remember sitting next to my father in theaters. That was awful. Uh, at, at, a movie, at a movie theater uh, restaurant where you could, like, get food. And I remember 
when that scene happened, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, I know. what? what I was, is, and then it zoomed out and I was like, oh, it was diarrhea. Part, part of me guessed. I was like, that can't be. I thought it was There's puke. no way. And then I realized, I was like, holy shit. One of the worst ones that you, gets me to gag is when like, Steve-O puts on the fart helmet and Preston is farting into the funnel. And, and he, he accidentally, pukes. Then he, no, then he, yeah, he pukes, but he, Preston accidentally shits a little <sighs> in the in the tube. That one's so gross. So all that smell is just going into Steve-O. That's in Jackass 2, I think, and that's yeah. fucking gross, man. That is, the way he pukes in the astronaut helmet. Action points out. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Dude, speaking of current events and things that are happening right now, this isn't going to come out for a week, but actually we're in Japan when this comes out. Ooh. However... Bing bong. Very sad news today that Anthony Bourdain died. <laughs> Why'd you say bing bong? That's the music there. <laughs> That's Japanese music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I was saying was very sad news that Anthony Bourdain passed away this morning. Yes. Yeah, so fucking, I, I loved his show, man. I loved Anthony Bourdain. That's like super devastating. He was such like a, such a kind heart. Yeah. So guys... If if you if you if you need some help, go get some help. There's nothing wrong with it. Because Anthony Bourdain shows that you can have tons of money, tons of fame, have all these crazy travel experiences, but at the end of the day, depression sucks, no matter don't, what. Don't look to success to quiet the depression. Yeah. How about that? Everyone you know? everyone's got their own their own story, own journeys. So go get some help if you need it. Nothing Mental wrong with su- it. Super important and vacation and success is nothing that'll fix it. And vacation's all I ever wanted. Vacations, all I ever wanted. Vacations and the Rugrats movie. What? Uh, that song was in the Rugrats movie. That's which one? The French one, maybe. Yeah, the yeah the French one. Because the the Rugrats movie. No, there's not a French Rugrats movie. They go to France. Yes, um, and that's the one that predicted nine eleven twice. Nine. 11. A lot of people think that actually that scene actually <laughs> predicted 9-11. It's like, no, the joke is that he's a kid and can't count. So he says 9, skips 10, says 11. Two very common numbers in the first 11 numbers of the of the number. Is there a word? The alphabet is for, for letters. Is there a word for, like, the group of numbers? Numbers. Just They're numbers? They're called numbers. Oh, no, numbers and letters, you're right. There's, See, because there's there the alphabet. How many letters in the alphabet and how many numbers in the... We need numeric a numeric alphabet. New, 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 in the in the new in the numeric. I'm just gonna call it the numeric alphabet. Sure, that yeah, sounds good. But uh, the Rugrats movie, the original one, I had it, and it was on an the orange one that VHS. wasn't the French one. No, it's the one that get lost in the woods. It's the one with the monkeys go ooh ee ooh ah ah ting tang wah wah bang bang, and then like and then Tommy is like gonna kill his brother with Yeah, that shit was intense. That scene was like, whoa. Tommy, like, holding his little baby brother down during a rainstorm, and he's going to pour bananas. What, into, was it, was he going to, like, choke him with it? Like, pour it into his mouth or he his eyes? Gonna, he was just going to pour it on him, like, as, like, a spiteful thing. Is it, was this, like, is it's, that, like, referencing some famous scene or something? Or is that I, just, like, real fucking intense? I don't know. It just has the same feeling as, like, when someone has a gun pointed at someone. It's like, <sighs> and they can't bring themselves to do it, and they just go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Deerdeck? <laughs> that's me, bro. That's a. Uh, I have a new show coming out. That 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 seems like that's. I a, have a new show coming out. All right, Rob. That's like that. Scene I have a new show coming out soon, and I'm, it's gonna be great. Okay. What your Tosh Pono ripoff show? What? Or you got you got another one you're ripping what? off from somebody, what? Rob? What? What? Well, I can't even say that because Tosh Pono ripped off the soup. So. Yeah. See. Anyways. Um, we're gonna fart 
a lot, and it's going to be great. And we're going to skateboard in my fantasy factory. And, 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 and sometimes we're going to fart while skateboarding. Uh-oh, sumo wrestling suits. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go now. Are we the only podcast that just, like, rips into Rob Deerdale? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's only been, like, twice. I'm not counting the Let's Play. You said podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did it in the Let's Play. I was like... <laughs> I forgot what I saw. I saw some clip by these guys that do a podcast. I won't say which one, but they were talking about Brandon Wardell, and they're saying that Brandon Wardell is just going to be Rob Deerdeck when he's older. And that that made me laugh real hard. <laughs> I got a good laugh from that. I like Brandon Wardell. I think Brandon Wardell's funny. He's a he's a he's a he's a funny goofster. I'd, I'd call him that. Does he does he gaff around? He gaffs around. Yeah, he, okay. sh- he, he shoots a goof here and there. Pretty funny dude. But uh, <laughs> what I was saying about the Rugrats movie was I remember there's a commercial on it where like. Basically, it, it's for peanuts, like Charlie Brown. You, yep, I remember. Did I this. show this to you? No, you, you, we talked about this. Did before. we? Where the guy says penis videos instead of peanuts videos? Oh yeah. And then I went and tried to Google the the video to find it. I actually ruined my VHS because I replayed it so many. They times. changed it. Yeah, and they reshot the guy saying peanuts more clearly. It's like a different shot. Where he's like peanuts videos, dude. And you can see on that guy's that guy's face, he's like, I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about penis videos? I'll put the <laughs> clip in. It's right here. Listen, guys, listen to this. This is. He straight up says penis videos. You want to talk about penis videos? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. uh, straight up said penis videos. What is it for planters peanuts? No, it's for peanuts like Charlie Brown. Oh. <laughs> that's why it's even funnier because it's like a fucking kids thing. You want to talk about penis videos? <laughs> I hate how that's a Christmas song because it's not a Christmas song, but they always play it on the radio at Christmas. And it's like, it's just the Charlie Brown theme. Well, Charlie Brown has two songs. It's that one and then the depressing Christmas time. It's very somber. That's a good. That's one of my favorite Christmas songs. But at the same time, um, another song they play that's not a Christmas song is the song from Sound of Music. Brown paper packages tied up with string. These are a few of my favorite things. Chim chimmery, chim chimmery, zick dick dick boop. <laughs> those are the lyrics. Zick dick dick boop. <laughs> Oh man, that that movie was filmed in uh, Austria. Yeah. Ow! Why'd you throw a pin at me? Oh, because it's time to do an ad read. Yep. The day of my father is just around the corner, and I need to get him a gift because I don't really care about my dad that much. But I need to do something to show him I care. And what 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 more of a perfect gift could my could my daddy want than some nice steaks, some nice meat? You know, I don't. I my my dad loves to grill, but he hates the hassle and poor quality of the grocery store steaks. So I should let him kick off the grilling season by gifting him an Omaha Steaks Father's Day package. You know, I whip out my charcoal grill, and you whip out your propane grill. We go side to side, and we grill it up whenever we get ourselves some Omaha steaks. Yeah, they sent us some in a nice in a nice little styrofoam cooler, very finely packaged. Oh yes, busted those bad boys out, threw them on the grill. Mwah. Oh yes, magnifico. Yes. Omaha Steaks delivers hand-trimmed, flash-frozen, and vacuum-sealed meats directly to your door in an Omaha Steaks cooler. But did you know there's variety? Like, what kind of variety, you know? Like, uh, maybe pork, poultry, veal, lamb, bison, seafood, and vegetables? That's quality! Yeah, all the highest quality cuts with one-of-a-kind flavor. All beef is USDA inspected for quality and aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavor and tenderness of the cuts. You hear that, gamers? That's an achievement. You unlock the full flavor and tenderness of the cuts! And you know something else gamers love? Customization. Omaha Steaks even gives you the option to customize cuts for your daddy's grilling needs. Find recipes, wine pairings, etc. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving a limited time offer to our listeners for Father's Day. At 78% off, this really is an amazing deal. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, type Super Mega in the search bar, and you can get this Omaha Steaks Father's Day package, which includes... 
to tender fillet mignons, to beefy top sirloins, for chicken fried steaks, to boneless pork chops, for all beef Omaha steak burgers, for gourmet jumbo franks, 12 ounces of all beef meatballs, one pound of steakhouse fries. That's a whole pound of fries, guys. Four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus you'll get four more grill-ready Omaha steak burgers free with your purchase. Wow, that's a lot of meat. Get this limited time package for only $49.99. That's a 78% off deal. That's crazy, dude. So remember, it's $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com. Type super mega in the search bar and add Father's Day package to your cart. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Going away soon. omahasteaks.com. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. I was just, I was reiterating the deal's going away soon. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type super mega in the search bar. Grab your dad. Buy his jeans. And fire up the grill. Buy his jeans from him or for him? Front of the jeans. Oh, for uh, grab his jeans. Like, grab him, buy the jeans, and pull him to this deal. Because you're the one buying the deal for him. That's right, guys. So grab your daddy by the jeans. Omaha Steaks. Oh, man, Ryan. You, know Do you ever should... like playing with your bell end? Anyways, sorry, go, <laughs> yeah. what were you saying? Uh, I, I think what, what, you know, we could do a real uh, cookout, or should I say a bakeout, because we're going to get a nice cut of meat, like a steak. Put some THC butter on it, cook it up, and call it high steaks. Dude! Yeah, right? Dude! Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> oh, man. Hiya! Stop, don't kick pillows at my microphone. Sorry. Dude, yeah, weed is so funny to me. Why? It's great. No, I mean, like, like weed culture is funny to me. Oh. I'm not into weed culture. <laughs> I just... See, now when I... you can't, I Weed just... culture ruined talking about marijuana. It, it did. You know? Yeah. Just like it's hard to talk about like craft beer without sounding like a pretentious hipster. <laughs> Same thing. Why? Like why why did marijuana get that stigma and why did like craft beer get that stigma? I don't know. I mean, I'm a I'm They're a, both nice things. I'm a very regular smoker of of the marijuana. So. You hear that Omaha steaks? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love how we transitioned from like an ad read straight to like so marijuana. Cuz you know what makes food taste better? Marijuana. Steak hey. sauce, Matt. No, I was making a joke because marijuana does not make food taste I was better. also making a joke. Steak sauce does not make the steak better. Really? You don't like steak sauce? I do like it. I just think that if you... Okay, Matt. Tell me if, if, you, if you go over to someone's house, they, they plop a, a steak down, they put some steak sauce next to you, what's your next move? Cut I'll, the, I'm going to tell you if you're right. making the right move. I will taste the steak first, but I will still put steak sauce yes. on it for the next Good. Part. Because it's like... All right, I'll appreciate the flavor of the meat before I change it up with the steak sauce. I like no matter how good the steak is, I still like putting steak sauce on it. You got to at least take a first bite and eat it and be like, "That's a good steak." And then you pour steak sauce. Don't smut. Don't put it on the steak. I don't. That'll get people mad. You got to put it on the side. So when you're dipping it, you know, it's it's not that big of a deal. You know, unless it's like I feel like it's manners to not to not just douse it in steak sauce the moment they slap it on your plate. But if it's like a steak from like like a four dollar steak from the grocery store, and I already know what the quality's like, I'll just go straight for the steak sauce. What four dollar steak are you buying, Matt? Probably ones I shouldn't be buying. Are they green? <laughs> they have been. <laughs> I bought steak once and it was bad, so I didn't even get to eat it. I remember one time I bought salsa and I started eating that that bad boy with some chips. It expired four years ago. It was still good, but the expiration date was four years ago. You know, you know. How my- did that? Stay on the shelves. I have no idea. But you know what my favorite thing was back in middle school and high school and elementary school? Getting those little cartons of milk and then just trusting it because, you know, day after day you get that good milk. You're like, hmm, this is some this is some decent milk. Then you have that one day 
where chunks just start sliding down your throat. The cafeteria workers don't give a shit about that. I had some bad cafeteria workers. Like, they were just like, I remember, oh my god, there was this guy named Kevin. Uh, not Kevin Abernathy. Or it, Spacey. Yeah, or Kevin Spacey. He was not allowed to work in my school. He worked at the school down the street. There was um <laughs> this guy named Kevin, and he was like seven feet tall. and he Nine the, ounces. The, cl- <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing I could equate him to was Welvin. Um, what? Yeah, and, and I remember he... Because he wore- Welvin's the type of guy to go to a Taco Bell bar in Las Vegas. And sit there with a tube of chapstick on the... He did Because <laughs> someone Ryan knows met him and took a picture with him. Um, and he was sitting at a Taco Bell bar by himself with a <laughs> big tube of chapstick just sitting out on the table. And he was charging his phone. Anyway, um, Kevin would, would, I remember I saw him biking to school sometimes. He, he had, he rode like a kid's bike and he, uh, it was like way too small for him. It was like seven feet. And he, and he had, he had like a race car jacket that had Scarface on the back. And, um, I remember one time my friend went in the bathroom. Was it leather bit? No, it wasn't okay, leather. damn it. It should have been leather. I wish it was, but it had Scarface on the back. And uh, my friend went into the bathroom, and Kevin was standing by the urinal, and there was, like, f- there was, like, fresh cum in the urinal in the cafeteria bathroom. And he looks at it and looks at my friend and goes, Hey, man, splooge! And then he walked out. <laughs> and, like, that will always stick with me that he did that. And then, um, he, oh, dude, he, he was blazed out of his mind every <coughs> single day. Good. Like, he would just come. I mean, if you were, like, that job had to suck. Like, I don't blame him, but, like, yeah. he'd... What he'd, he'd always give girls free cookies. That was kind of weird. But, hey, Kevin, wherever you are now, hope you're doing well, man. Well, in the South, it's called being a gentleman, Matt. I'm so, I wasn't trying to dig on Kevin. Okay. You know, you got those Southern Bells that are looking for a good Southern boo. Kevin, southern Kevin was the definition of a Southern, southern bow. <laughs> Driving around in his truck with those metal balls hanging down with a rebel flag. We all got a little rebel in us. Hey, Ryan, we're from South Carolina, man. Your shirt says South Carolina. It does. We all got a little rebel blood in us. Actually, my blood was from the north, but my dad's side, that's from the south. My mom's, my, I was related to Ulysses S. Grant, the you guy know, who uh, was like the union in the Civil War. He was a shitty president, though, apparently. I'll. But, Matt, I love that flag. You know, it just reminds me that I got a little rebel in me. And we got a, we got a little rebel in all of us, especially the ladies. Hey, I, I, I have a little rebel in me. I'm proud of my ancestors who fought to own humans. I'm going to go to this to my small town. I'm going to ho- hoist my rebel flag high on my big old truck. And then I'm going to have a Mason Dixon burger. I'm a I'm a I'm a really stick it to the libs by flying my rebel flag in a town that's literally only other people that fly rebel flags. Got him. <laughs> What'd you do to own the libs today? I shit my pants. <laughs> I shit my pants to own the libs today. What'd you do? What did what I? What if do? like every day I like I called in the end of the day to check in like Ryan? Would you do the own the libs today? <laughs> Nothing. Do um, dude, I I clogged a toilet in in, a, in Google Incorporated's <laughs> office. Dude, I ordered a Papa John's That's pizza. That's the name of the, the Google Incorporated <laughs> office. Dude, I shit in the Google Incor- in the Google headquarters pool. Because how dare they? I um, bastards. I you know what I did to own the libs today? What? Uh, uh yeah. I dude that that shit's cringy. But what's also really cringy to me is like, what did you do? Some of the people that are like, they'll they'll like send they'll like tweet at Trump and be like. I really just stuck it to Drumpf. Take that, Drumpf. So funny to me. <laughs> Drumpf and, like, Kofefe, like... Oh, man, dude. I gotta go get myself a cup of Kofefe to own Drumpf. Well, I think here's the thing, Matt. You and I work in 
this, you know, internet entertainment business. So all of that shit is just old and just like gets in our brains. But imagine like us living back in South Carolina. Like I look at Facebook and when people do this shit and like I feel like a lot of the people don't have that social interaction with that many people. And it's mostly like online and they don't get that. They don't make they don't do memeing that much. You know, they don't, yeah. they don't do that as much. And um, they use that as the opportunity to do it because it, then it's like a big collective was like everyone knows what I'm talking about. Cafefe is wasn't that weird when he said that you're all goofy. <laughs> you're turned it. You're tuned in to Cafefe cast. That's the name of this episode. Cafefe cast. Cafe, is that cool with you? N- Legitimately, no. It's actually not. How about Drumps Cafefe cast? No. This episode is Superman cast episode ninety six. Drumps Cafefe cast. Ugh. We just own Drump. Take that, Drump. <laughs> Who was that? Was Drump? Was that for like a Stephen Colbert thing? No, that was his. Uh, when his family came to America, their last name was Drump, and they changed. It was changed to Trump. Oh, so that's how people call him Drump. Which uh, I don't D- get. Didn't uh, Colbert try to start something like all these talk show hosts? Yeah, well, I, like, I think I, the whole joke was like Drump sounds goofy, but uh-huh. so does Trump. Like Trump's a goofy last name. Well, Trump, you know, just it's a very aggressive last name. Yeah, and it's gonna be one of the one of the names remembered in history. So take yes. that, libs. Yeah. I mean, he he's going to go down as a president. Yeah, no matter what. He's going to go down as a... He's going to be in the... His tweets are going to be in history books. We've talked about this before, and, like, uh, that. whenever we mention it, it blows my it's mind still, it's that still they're going to have shocking. screen caps of his, of his tweets. Dude, you think Cafefe is going to be With, like, the likes and retweet yeah. numbers and shit. Cafefe, think it's going to be in there? It's going to be a whole chapter in the history books called Cafefe, when Trump th- owned the libs. I think that'll be kind of like a... Okay, how about this? What do you think will be one of those things where it's like, George Washington had wooden teeth. But what do you think is going to be that of Trump? Where it's like, it's not true, but like people will just believe it. Is like, the small hands thing true? No, I, I feel like people will just say like, yeah, he wore a, yeah, he's the president that wore a wig. Like a hundred years from now, people will just, <laughs> yeah. will just be like, he wore a wig. Even though it's a toupee, I think. Right? Well, okay, here's the is thing. Is it a hairpiece? He was known before being president. He was known for being orange and having a toupee, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he's shown on TV that it's real hair. Or maybe hair plugs or something. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon goofed it up. He did not like that. You could see on his face. He did. But I saw, I saw a picture of the wind He blowing. let him. He let him, though. Bef- before everything's done and go, can, can I please, can I please, please mess with your hair? Is that <laughs> Jimmy Fallon? Dude, I'd, I'd love to go on Jimmy Fallon and laugh with him and... Dude, we around. could play the seven-second challenge with Jimmy Fallon. Have you seen the video of Jimmy Fallon back in the 90s, like, showing up to, like, a college party? No. It's just some video on YouTube where it's like, oh, shit, Jimmy Fallon, what's up, man? He's like, hey. Some, like, New York, like, house party. It's just what? Jimmy Fallon showing up. But it's, like, before he was big. Ah. Uh. Um, God, I saw this tweet where, like, you know, so do you see Jimmy Fallon, like, crashed the, um, the Parkland graduation? Why would he do that? He did that, and someone tweeted him, was like, haven't these kids already been through enough? <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Jimmy Fallon, man. I, uh, I, don't, I don't dislike Jimmy Fallon. No, but I, I see why people say he seems fake, for sure. We, of course he's fake. Every talk show host is fake. That's yeah. the name of the game. That's the thing, though. It's like, I, I don't dislike him for that, because it's like, oh, it's all talk show hosts. Stephen Colbert's fake. He's fake. Jimmy like, Kimmel. It's like, everyone, oh. everyone puts on a persona that's the in business. some way. That's the, they're a talk, 
they're literally a talk show personality. That's the business. They're not going to be them. They're going to be fake. Even like news reporters are fake. Like, do you think they speak like that in real life with those like more at seven? <laughs> like, no. Either like it's fake or it's like amped up, right? Yeah. And I and I don't. Like, who cares if a talk show host is, like, doing some sort of character and not being 100% genuine all the time? Because that, that wouldn't be – that wouldn't make the show fun. I just personally don't find them funny. Yeah. So I just don't watch – I don't watch any late-night shit, honestly. You know what it might be? It also might be the people were, – we're coming out of an era where talk show hosts were, like, David Letterman and stuff, who mm-hmm. seemed very genuine. He didn't seem very fake. David Letterman was, like, very, like – Classic, yeah. real. But you're still like but, you're, but you're always putting on a show. That's the thing. You're never actually just having a conversation with someone. Yeah. Is what I is what I'm getting at. It's for the cameras. You're not, yeah. Everything is for the ca- cameras. No matter like if it's somewhat genuine or not, your questions and everything is staged to ma- get the ratings, right? Yeah. So. We saw we saw Jimmy Kimmel live. We did. He seemed a little he seemed a little tipsy in real life. Yeah, I, I think he drinks before the show. I imagine so. <laughs> I'd have to. Yeah. Oh, me too. Did it kill those nerves? But now, like, Jimmy Kimmel's gotten big because of the... I mean, Trump's honestly helped a lot of people out in terms of, like, I have to say, like, ratings and stuff. Because without Trump, I don't think you'd get as many clicks on YouTube well, he's with such these a, videos. He's such a hot topic. Yeah. And he's doing a I mean, campaign look, for Hot Topic right I now. I mean, look at this. You know, I'm honestly, like, from the bottom of my heart, I... I'm sick and tired of hearing it every day, and but we're only contributing. But look at us. We're Just still talking it, about dude. him. Just say it, dude. Just say it. We're still talking about him. Look at that. No matter how sick you are of him. Dude, people are going to be talking about Donald he's, Trump He's for always decades. a subject to talk about. And you just, so fascinating. Whatever. I'm so And like, I want to apologize to people who just don't want to listen to like, Trump talk. Yeah, don't want to hear his fucking name. Because like, I'm one of the, like, when I, when I go home, I just turn off. I don't follow any of that shit. I try not to. Um, but... Just uh, don't worry. We'll talk about something else real soon. I, like, I, uh, um, uh, I, wait, wait, wait. I respect that too. Like that you don't tune into that. That's totally fine. Yeah. I, I personally like. I love following politics and that shit. But dude, I totally get tuning that out. One hundred percent. I had to tune it out after the election, and it's not just that whole like, oh, Trump won. Like, like basically, I knew how Trump ran his com- campaign was not going to change when he got into the presidency. And I just knew that the headlines would be everyday Trump. There would be something everyday Trump. And you're just tired of it. It I right then it just sunk in. It's just like, oh, this is just gonna be miserable because everyone's gonna wanna make fun of him and everyone's gonna wanna get a rise out of people. People are wanna get likes off of bashing him. People are gonna he's gonna just do some crazy goofy shit to get in the news that actually has no repercussions like politically or internationally with our like with what's going on in politics. And it's like I don't feel like sifting through the bullshit to get to the real political stuff. The real meat. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like a lot of it is just kind of like a, a circus. Sensationalism. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he that's feeds his game. Off of that, yeah. That's his game. And he wants to be in the headlines for crazy shit. And that game won, which, you know, of course it would here. I mean, this is the, America is the birthplace for stories like that. Like sensationalist media. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I when he won, I was surprised just because it was it was a weird time in pol like it was weird seeing politics go to that extreme. Yeah, um, that whole election was wild. Yeah, but but yeah. we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll we'll stop talking about Trump. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about uh, a few minutes ago was um, news anchors. Like, do those people become news anchors because they naturally can do such a nice voice like that, or do they learn it because they want to be a news anchor? Because, like, you, you know the news anchor voice when you hear it. It's so specific, and it's like, that's a talent some people have. 
I well, I think news anchors go into it in the journalism field first off. I don't think it's like anyone gets into it because of the voice, but I, but people who do have that natural inclination to sound good over mic go right like you know it used to be radio. I don't know what they could do now. Just to, no, like local, but like news radio anchors. was huge. No, I know that, but I'm saying like just off of the voice, like when it's like oh that dude had the voice, like people would get onto like the uh, a ra- I'm thinking like a decade or two ago when you would go onto the radio and you'd hear like, you're listening to 91.5. Oh, yeah. Like that type of shit. They still got, there's some soul station in LA. And every time I, I listen to it, the dude's voice is like orgasmic. I'm like, holy shit, that's a nice voice. NPR, like everyone on NPR almost has a wonderful voice. Larry not, Mantle. Not everyone. <laughs> but Larry Mantle has the most soothing no, voice. No, no. But a lot of the people I'm NPR Larry Mantle. Or, or, or Latch, Latch Me Sing from a... P- P-R-I. Latch me sing. She's like, I'm latch me sing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right, all right, latch me. Every time she'd come on, my dad would do this funny joke where, he, where he'd go, he'd be like, latch me, latch me sing. Because <laughs> the joke is that he's saying, watch me sing while he's singing. Because her name sounds like watch, watch me, me nay, sing. Nay. Now, what, what if her name was latch me whip, latch me nay, nay? <laughs> You're ridiculous. That would be pretty crazy, man. What, um, so, what? Who was I talking about? What's his name? Larry Mantle. And today we're going to talk about... I listen. I hear his voice almost oh, every morning. Who's the guy that does the book show on oh, NPR? I don't you know, know what I'm talking about? I know who you're That's talking about. It's like a straight up though. ASMR voice. It's like this old guy, and it's called Bookworm or something, the show mm-hmm. on, on uh, NPR. And his voice is so relaxing. It's great. And every time I turn it on, it's like just ending. I'm like, no! You know what I actually like? I still listen to it, but I, I can't stand the dynamic. On NPR, it's the movie review bit segments that they do. I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, they'll talk about now. This movie is it was it was really good, and the actors just had good chemistry. And then the other person will be like, "See, I didn't think that at all." It's just like, well, then I'm not really. I don't know. You're not. You're not two personalities that I honestly know like yet and trust. So it just just it leaves me confused after listening to them talk about a movie because it's always like. I liked it. Eh, it was all right, I guess. They always sound so smug, too, and, like, the lady's like, I really thought the storytelling was was moving. Then the guy will be like, oh, that's interesting. I found the story to be pretty simple, you know, not too hard to follow, nothing really special. And, like, in my head, I'm like, dude, (laughs) calm calm down. (laughs) Well, well, if they're not not very good, it's like... They probably know what they're talking about, and they have their own opinions, but, like, both of them reviewing... The movie and them not being kind of like personalities that I'm fully like aware of and in tune with yet. It just I don't know who to listen to about the movie because I don't know who to trust. You know, like on YouTube, you have a personality that you trust about movies, or you have a friend that you trust their yeah, opinions Doug on Walker. movies. Yeah, <laughs> dude, if if we could do the movie review series, like did with you do him, Boss Baby yet? Doug Walker, did yeah, but he still he still has some videos coming out, right? Because because oh he, yeah, he still has videos he has them like out. backlog, but he's not doing that nostalgia critic anymore. Is he not? I think I, th- I feel like all it. that's blown over though. I thought he killed it, and the videos coming out are, um, he shot the nostalgia critic in the head. Like Doug Walker came in and killed the nostalgia critic. Dude, imagine Doug Walker on NPR, like doing the the movie review show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it well. My my voice is a little hoarse today. <laughs> Shaking his fists, but no one can see it because he's behind the mic and not <laughs> behind the cam in front of the cam. You know what? You're in front of the camera, but you're behind the mic. <gasps> that's that's no one says in front of the mic. That's well, fucking wild, isn't it? Do they not? 
You say you're behind the mic. Even if it's a boom mic on a studio set? It's just the saying. You're behind the mic. Oh. I, I don't know. I, I, I Pissing me off here, Ryan. I'm McGee. sorry. Also, thanks, everyone, for the positive uh, reaction to our new show, Drunk Drawing. Oh, um, you're thanking people? They should be thanking us for these great deals from MeUndies. You're right, Ryan. They've definitely heard us talk about MeUndies. You know, the fun, comfy undies that feel as good as they look. And to those of you who haven't tried them yet, listen up! You can get incredible underwear sent to your door with MeUndies, meaning no more hunting around for the perfect pair at a crowded store and eventually settling for good enough. MeUndies are made with a sustainably sourced material from beechwood trees. Their naturally soft fiber makes a fabric that won't sag down or ride up. Trust me, once you put on a pair, you'll never take them off. And uh, you know what I love about MeUndies? They don't just got decent undies. They got socks and pants and all that, too. They have a bunch of comfortable attire. I love it. I love it, too. And if you're already part of the MeUndies family, tell your friends about it through their referral program. They'll get a discount, and you'll get store credit. Win-win. Still not sure? Well, MeUndies has a deal for... Okay. Still not sure? Well, we have a deal for our listeners thanks to MeUndies. First-time purchasers get 20% off their first pair of MeUndies and free shipping. You're kidding me, Ryan. I'm not. That, that isn't Stop a joke. Stop kidding Stop. me. I'm not. You're I'm not. always kidding me. I'm 100% serious. If I was joking, it would be illegal. That's 20% off plus free shipping and a guarantee that you and your MeUndies will be a very happy couple. So get your butt over to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega and get yourself that deal. Remember, to get 20% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. That's MeUndies.com slash Super mega. Dude, can I tell you about a weird dream I had? Sure. I don't think I told you about this one. I had a dream that I was watching Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Did I tell you this? No. I had a dream where it was Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like, this was, like, on TV. And uh, everyone in the neighborhood raped Ed. <laughs> what? Like, and it was a scene in the show. <laughs> like, they all raped him at the this same time. This is bullshit. No, I'm 100% serious. And I was freaking out. I was like... This is on TV, but it was like a, the, the rape was like, a, you know, in a cartoon when a bunch of people fight and it's like a cloud of smoke with yeah. like a bunch of like lightning bolts. How do you know it was a rape? Because it was like that with like the context of the episode. Oh, OK. And, and like in the dream, you just know. You knew. Yeah. So they were all like raping short Ed. And that was like that was legitimately my dream. Double D was involved in shit. They were all involved. <laughs> they were all. It was like it was like a gangbang of Ed. How about Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy wasn't specifically. I remember him. Plank, because it was like a cloud, and their heads would pop up <laughs> one by one. And every now, Ed, Ed, Ed would pop up and like yell. Like that was my dream. It was so, and I woke up and I was like, "What the hell? That's so weird." <laughs> you know, you know what that means. Go to a palm reader and see what they say about that. It's like people come in. Like I had a dream where I found a bag of gold, and then I'm like, I had this dream where Ed from Ed, Ed and Eddie was being <laughs> raped by everyone in the neighborhood. Oh, uh. <laughs> that person's like. The sister of, like, an executive of Cartoon Network. I got it. This is how we're doing it. They have to produce it and put it on air. 13 Reasons Why is getting popular. <laughs> we, we, we. Imagine, dude. Cartoon Network airs that. Like, that would go down in the history books, right? But no one wants to make history. Everyone wants to play it so safe. I want to play it so safe with this PC <laughs> culture. Come on. Let's see, let, let's see it, Cartoon Network. Let, let's see if you have the balls to do this one. Well, I didn't know if the stream was like too much for the podcast, but I wanted yeah. to share it because it, that was my dream. It's, it's also because I'm on a medication that makes me have crazy weird ass dreams. So oh, that's fun. one of them. Well, I mean, I told you about, you know. Your scary dream? Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't go into full detail about my dream. Tell me about it. Basically, it's this resort 
island place where there it, it was I, I I remember it took place in Japan, but it wasn't inherently Japanese. It was just that's where it was. It was just an island and it was this resort type place, except the resort was like, we're going to make the resort seem like genuine Bangkok. I have no idea what type of this is the best way I can explain the dream to you. OK, no, that makes so sense. that's the location in Bangkok. Yeah. And I was and so I was I was leaving like a dinner party. And so I get lost and I end up in the shanty part of the resort. And I'm like, where am I going? And then I get to this dead end with only like a sewer tube. And I look back and all of a sudden there's a wall blocking my way. I'm like, the only way forward is going through the sewer tube. So I start crawling through the sewer tube thing. All of a sudden cacti start growing within it. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh, and they start like stabbing me and getting into me. And like, it was, that's awful. Yeah. And so I finally got out of there and I look up and all of a sudden all there's this fence and beyond the fence are all these kids in this boot camp. And like, they're just running on these obstacles. And all of a sudden I hear, Hey, and this, this dude starts coming up. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, oh I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get back to the resort. He's like, what are you doing here? And he pulls out a gun and points it at me. What? Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm just trying to get back. And then he interrupts me by shooting me in my leg. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa. And I start running away. And then I end up to this place where it's like this pond with these wood planks that are sticking out of it. So I jump onto one of the planks and I'm starting to crawl around. And I remember in the dream, I'm like, boy, it would be bad if there were piranhas in here. Then I look down and then wah, wah, yeah, wah. And then there are piranhas in there. They start jumping up and trying to snap me. And Jesus, I'm like, dude! And I'm like ah, and I'm just like freaking the fuck out in my dream because I can't take like catch a break. Jesus Christ! And then so and then afterwards, I end up like jumping onto land and running back and throwing the cacti off and getting back to the resort. And so I'm I'm in the resort and everything's good. And all of a sudden, I get a call from one of my friends that's just like, "Hey, is everything okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just all of a sudden." Hard knock on my door. I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, a big, I hear a big crash and like this robot sound. What? And then this robot, this robot that like can't see me. It has like a sensor that scans the room every now and then to sense movement and shit. It just starts coming in and starts patrolling the area. And like it, like some, like a vase drops and like the scan senses it. And all of a sudden, like it launches a cannonball out of itself. And like blast a hole through the wall. I'm like, oh no! And then I like go hide. I go hide in a corner, and the robot like comes to creepily like come into the room and starts scanning. It. And I'm just like, then oh. my friend starts calling me. Oh and no! Then the robot starts to slowly turn my way. And oh then I, shit! I wait. I wake up, dude. You could just could not catch a break in that dream. I know it was like one thing after the other. That 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 that, that sounds like a no fun vacation. It, it was when I was on vacation at the beach. I had a dream recently. I had, I've been having some nightmares just out of the blue. And I had a nightmare where I was at my dad's house. And I went to go lock the back door because I was going to bed. And it's like a glass door. Mm. And I look out on the back porch and there was like a gray alien. Like <laughs> Dude, that scared Dude, the, that it, would scare it was the shit so out of me. Fucking, it's just, but it's just standing there. <laughs> and it's kind of hiding behind like a plant. But it, but it sees me. And we make eye contact. And I crack open the door to like make sure I'm seeing it right, because I have my glasses. And I get a little closer, and I was like, "No, go away, go, go!" And and it, and it's just looking at me and blinking, and I'm freaking the fuck out. Because dude, if you just saw a gray, does alien, it look menacing, or does it just look like it just it's... looks like a traditional gray alien? Like, but like in the dream, did you get a menacing vibe yes, from it? Okay, because I was scared. My I was fucking scared shitless because it's an alien. Yeah, and I'm like, go. And it slowly climbs down the back of the porch while making eye contact with me into the darkness, and it disappears. So I run to the front of the house and I lock the door and I lock the garage door and I'm like, dad, dad. And he's not home. 
And I'm like, oh shit. And the power starts flickering and I'm freaking out. And then I woke up, but I was still dreaming, but I didn't know that. I thought I had woken up and I'm in my apartment and I'm laying in bed and it's just, I can hear just this droning, just like, like very ambient, creepy horror movie drone sound. And my whole apartment is lit with this like dim red light. Your apartment's lit? It, it was lit, dude. No, but the, the, the lighting in my apartment was this dim reddish brown light, like very dark and I can barely see. And it's just this reddish brown light. Mm-hmm. And then also my vision starts pulsing, like a heartbeat in my eyes, like boom, boom, boom. And I was like, hush. And then I hear this woman's voice in my apartment, like from the other room, just go like, what? 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 And the whole time my vision's like throbbing and I start hallucinating. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I start freaking out. And then I woke up for real. That was my nightmare. Oh, I woke up drenched in sweat. It was terrifying. Oh, shit. I can't even explain that dream, but it was scary as shit. Like, ever since I was a kid, one of my- Oh! oh no, Christ! Matt, no! Wait, the fuck? No! Matt! Oh, no, fuck! Well, what the fuck?